The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with one of the leading sports journalists of today? Welcome to All Around Sports with John Inglesby. John's years of experience as a journalist has allowed him to net exclusive interviews with the top players, former players, commissioners, and owners. John and his guests are ready to give you the straight word when it comes to sports. Now, let's talk all around sports. Here's your host, John Inglesby. Voice America listeners, welcome to the 193rd ever show of All Around Sports. Reach Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, we broadcast live from Boston to go all around the world of sports for one hour to discuss what happened this week and what's coming up for the weekend. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-888-346-9144, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net, which comes to me through my website at iirsportsoneword.com. As always, I will give you my highlights, lowlights, bizarre news items, Also, we will be joined in a few minutes by our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham of Bama Magazine. And today we're going to do our annual NFL Draft Preview. But before we get that going with that, my highlight of the week was covering the WNBA Draft at Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. It was once again a tremendous event broadcast on ESPN. And Jewel Lloyd of Notre Dame was taken first by the Seattle Storm. And Amanda Zowie B was taken second by the Tulsa Shock. Then it was the Storm again at number three, and they took Kalina Mesquita Lewis. Pretty appropriate for the number three pick, since she's probably the greatest uh, three-point shooter in the history of women's college basketball. And then the Connecticut Sun where the home team, so to speak, chose Elizabeth Williams from Duke. So it was, again, just a great event, uh, very glamorous. I had done it last year as well, and uh, it was just terrific to be there. My low light of the week was the Bruins, Boston Bruins, not making the playoffs, followed by my bizarre story of the week, which was the Boston Celtics unexpectedly making the playoffs. So the spring postseason is upside down here in Boston from what everybody expected and uh, should be interesting to follow the entire NBA and NHL playoffs. So now I'd like to bring on A.P. Stedham. And A.P., how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great, John. I'm in uh, lower Alabama, or as we call it down here, L.A. Uh, L.A., I like it. I bet it looks a little different than the uh, other L.A., I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, there's not many bright lights, but uh, people still know how to have fun. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, as we've done in the past, today we're going to uh, devote this show to the upcoming NFL draft, which will be held this year in Chicago. 
quite a change from uh, New York City, where you and I have uh, both attended a few drafts in the past. And uh, it doesn't appear that there's going to be much drama at the number one pick. Uh, it, it appears as certain as certain can be that the Tampa Bay Bucks, choosing first, are going to take uh, Jameis Winston. And thanks to you, you astutely observed at Jameis's Pro Day in Tallahassee that uh, Jameis and Buccaneers coach Lovey Smith hugged it out there, which to me was a huge indicator that that is indeed who they're going to pick. You still on board with that, AP? John, I think so in the end. I mean, there's a lot of smoke screens being thrown about Marcus Mariota, but uh, I just can't see how if you make a public statement that you're on board with the off-field incidents that James that happened to James Winston, and you're at his pro day, and you're giving him a big hug. I, you're a pretty good actor if you, you don't end up taking him. Exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, it just appears to be a, a fait accompli at this point, and you know, not something I would argue with. I mean, he is, uh, you know, made his name in the state of Florida. And, uh, you know, as long as things are okay off the field, I think we can expect huge production from him on the field, given his Florida State career. I mean, he appears to be special by any and all accounts and everything we've seen. Uh, but, yeah, and, you know, he could, again, just be the shot in the arm that the Tampa Bay Bucks franchise needs. And, uh, you know, it'll be fun to watch, no doubt about it. So then that brings us to, you know, the number two pick, which right now is uh, scheduled to be the Tennessee Titans. But, boy, there's a, just a lot of chatter going on on what may or may not happen from, you know, Marcus Mariota to Phillip Rivers and seemingly everyone in between. What's your, what's your gut telling you on this one, AP? Yeah, I mean... Tennessee needs a quarterback, so you know something has to happen there. I mean, if they you want to make that trade with the San Diego Philip Rivers, I mean he's from North Alabama, Athens, Alabama. Uh, you know, the season quarterback, winning quarterback in the NFL. You know, if you, you you want to make that step to try to you know improve your team, I, I can see that happening. But on the, on the other hand, you know maybe you want to start fresh and you want to groom a young guy, you know, because your team is. You know, still in the, in the middle of the pack, trying to make something happen. Yeah, the whole Philip Rivers situation is somewhat vexing to me in that, you know, he says he doesn't want to leave San Diego because they, you know, might end up in Los Angeles. But as we both know, as everyone knows, you know, he could still live in San Diego and practically drive to practice, you know, and, and <laughs> I, I, I don't get it, you know. And so he's from uh, northern Alabama. I knew he was from down north, south. Yeah, north Alabama, Athens, uh, Alabama. I believe he was a high school coach. And believe right. it or not, John Auburn in Alabama really didn't recruit him as a quarterback. They wanted him to play tight end and strong safety. And he ended up going to North Carolina State. And his, his uh, top receiver, there was another guy from Alabama, Birmingham, Jer Jericho Cotry. Wow. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, he's had an interesting career and he had an interesting, you know, draft situation that was back in the Eli Manning day when he was drafted and, you know, uh, drafted by the Chargers who then I guess traded him to the Giants, Eli, and then of course uh, they got Phillip Rivers. But maybe what we're talking about then is, you know, Phillip Rivers really wanting to, it's not so much about not driving to LA as much as maybe wanting to just head back to the South. I know his, uh, I believe his wife is from Tennessee, if not actually the Nashville area. So that, that could be a major factor as well. And they have like, I think six kids, right? Yeah, they have a lot of kids and, uh, that, that could be the reason behind his, 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 uh, voicing that strong opinion about coming back, you know, to Tennessee. I mean, you know, two and 14 last year. So, I mean, I, I'm not sure I would understand that move, bringing in Phillip Rivers with a team is, I mean, to get to the middle of a pack, uh, that'd be an upgrade. Exactly, exactly. Um, you know, why anybody would leave, want to leave San Diego is beyond me. It's yeah, got the best weather in the continental United States. It's a great city, but uh, again, it may have to do with just... Uh, you know, wanting to move back to the South. I mean, he is a Southern boy, no question about it. And, uh, you know, he, he's kept that, obviously, in San Diego. But he's an interesting guy. If they, you know, if nothing happens with Phillip Rivers, do you think, what do you think the Titans will do at number two? Do you think they'll maybe take Marcus Mariota? Yeah, I, th- I think there's a strong possibility they would take him because they definitely need a quarterback. They have to... I mean, if you don't have a quarterback in that league, John, I don't think you can look your fans in the eye with a straight face and say we're trying to be a championship team. Exactly. I totally agree with that. Um, You know, I like Mariota. I think he's, you know, uh, a good player and obviously uh, appears to be a special human being, uh, you know, character-wise and all that. So, uh we shall see, of course, you know, what could uh, change things is obviously, uh, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles and Chip Kelly. Are they, you know, there's a lot of speculation that they're going to move up for that number two pick and, uh, and try to get Mariota themselves. Of course, Chip Kelly brought Mariota into the Oregon program, was his coach for a couple of years before he went on to Philadelphia. So, uh yeah, um, so we shall see, uh, you know, what Chip does, but if he, if he makes a move, that will just, uh, you know, change everything, to say the least. It will uh, totally do the, uh, you know, upend the draft in every way possible, right? Yeah, John, I mean, and Chip Kelly has of such a bold personality, you cannot discount that scenario. Correct. Correct. But, you know, I, th- I think for our purposes here today and looking at the draft, we'll just assume that, you know, Tennessee is going to, uh, you know, stay at number two and potentially, you know, I think we both agree that they'll probably take Mariota. So, um, so, yeah, so then that brings us, 
Before break, we'll do one more to the number three pick, which is uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They always seem to be picking high. And, and any thoughts as to what you think they might do with their number three pick? Yeah, John. Um, looking at, at, at Jacksonville, you know, they're another team trying to make some headway. They're, they're probably looking at something, you know, maybe a guy right in, right in their uh, neck of the woods there, that Dante Fowler, outside linebacker. Um, would help their defense, and maybe that's a safe, a kind of a safe pick. Yeah, Dante Fowler, an outside linebacker from Florida uh, with the Gators. And, uh, yep, you're not the first person I've heard speculating that. There's obviously just tons of mock drafts out there. And uh, so, yeah, I think that's highly likely. But why don't we take our first break? A lot more to get to on the other side, and that's exactly what we're going to tackle after the break. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net. Now, back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment two of All Around Sports. And I'm your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-888-346-9144, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. And still on the line with us is A.P. Studham of Bama Magazine, and we are doing our annual NFL draft preview today. And A.P., in the first segment, we got through the first three picks, and uh, another familiar name picking high in the draft is uh, the Oakland Raiders. And uh, any thoughts on who you think 
the Raiders might go for. Yeah, John, they could go one of two ways. I think the Raiders, uh, you have a, a, a bright future with the young quarterback and they signed Michael Crabtree, which I don't think could be a number one uh, wide receiver for them. So they could take someone like Amari Cooper of Alabama or if they're, they want to uh, reach out and get Kevin White, the wide receiver just slightly bigger than Amari, uh, a little bit more of a risk, and uh, that could be an option as well. Or, or they can go in a completely different direction. You get a big guy on the defensive line, uh, Leonard Williams from USC. Yeah, well, those are exactly the names that you know I'm hearing bandied about. Uh, you, of course, are... You know, very familiar with uh, Amari Cooper having covered his entire career at Alabama. And, I mean, he's a special player. I heard something the other day where, uh, I believe maybe Mel Kuyper, but someone on ESPN was asked, you know, who is the one guy in this year's draft who's going to be a star on day one? Uh, and Amari Cooper was who was named. So I'm sure you agree with that, right? Yeah, Amari is an excellent player since day one at Alabama. He's been fantastic. He, as I said many times, is a good teammate. He has excellent athletic ability, soft hands, elusive with the football, can make the big explosive play. Uh, I mean, any general manager making that pick, he can sleep well at night. Absolutely. Um... I think he would be a great pick. It would certainly, you know, go with the tradition of the Raiders, which has always been to, you know, throw it long to the likes of Cliff Branch and players like that through the years. Uh, certainly that's what Al Davis loved to do. So, uh, yeah, with getting Michael Crabtree, um, boy, you put Amari Cooper on the other side with young Derek Carr and, you could have the Raiders looking like uh, the Raiders of old, so to speak. And uh, so, yeah, but, you know, with the Raiders, it's just impossible to, to say what they're going to do. I mean, you, you know, uh, who, who was it? Was it Darius Hayward Bay? They shocked the world by taking him high back a few <laughs> years ago, and, like, nobody really knew his, who, who he was at that point in time. Yeah, yes, they, they become enamored, John, it seems to be seems to me with some of the measurables and and they they try to over project maybe instead of looking at the production on the field sometimes. Correct. They do. So they're always a wild card, no doubt about it. And uh you know, another guy that you mentioned of course was Kevin White from West Virginia. And all the scouts just love this guy. I uh, used to cover the Mountaineers, so Therefore, I follow them a little extra close throughout the season. So I've watched him play many times, and no question, he is a special talent as well. Uh, oh, yeah, there, there, there's no question. And he had high production in West Virginia coming out of junior college. He's a very good player. He's slightly bigger than Amari and about the same speed. And he has you know, a lot of bravado. So he could fit in that Raiders system, I think, quite well. Absolutely. And then, you know, the other name you mentioned is uh, Leonard Williams, California boy, obviously played at USC, defensive lineman. And, you know, 
it doesn't strike me as a Raiders pick. I just think that, uh, you know, he's uh, the Raiders are probably going to pick a receiver. That's just what they do. Uh, and so we'll see what happens, but I'm guessing that they're going to go with, like you said, with either uh, Amari Cooper or Kevin White. Yeah, I think so. I think so, John. Yeah, so that would bring us then to the number five team picking uh, in the draft, the Washington Redskins, you know, and another team that uh, you never quite know what they're going to do. You know, I mean, they, uh, you know, obviously traded the house to get RG3. And, you know, so it seems like maybe they're going to want to give him some weapons. So I wouldn't be surprised uh, if indeed they take, uh, you know, the player that the Raiders don't take, therefore the receiver. So they're going to take, you know, either Cooper or White would be my guess. Uh, You know, whichever one is left after the Raiders pick. Yeah, yeah, John, I mean, you you want to have some weapons for your quarterbacks. I mean, it it's, uh, doesn't make sense to get these high-powered quarterbacks and then you're, you're having, throw, having them throw the average receiver. So I think that's the choice, too, one of those two receivers for, the, for uh, Washington. Yep, I totally agree. And then we get to another team that, uh, you know, Always unpredictable. Yeah, the New York Jets. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know, at number six. Um, you know, given that they have, you know, a new coach, Todd Bowles, and, uh, you know, new GM as well, I could see them, you know, kind of going a little conservative and maybe going for, uh, for, for Leonard Williams if he's still on the board. I, I could definitely see them making that type of a pick. Yeah, that's, that's um, the GM's first draft choice, um, and that would be a, an excellent pick for the New York Jets to to bolster that defensive line. I mean, uh, the new coach Todd Bowles is a defensive-oriented type coach, so yeah, that that could be a logical choice for, for the New York Jets. Exactly. Yeah, I tend to think that's the way they'll go, and then uh, let's see after that. I believe we have uh, the Chicago Bears. Um, Another very intriguing team with a new coach. Uh, John Fox came over from the Broncos. And uh, there's always the eternal Jay Cutler question going on there. So, uh, and they lost Brandon Marshall to the Jets, by the way. Um, So, yeah, curious Curious team. It's almost impossible to predict what they'll what, what way they'll go. But what are your thoughts? Yeah, there's no there's no telling. You know, maybe they maybe they try to get a defensive lineman, maybe uh, something like a an Eric Armstead out of Oregon, big tall a player came out of California, highly recruited, and uh, that that could be a possibility for the Bears. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, you know, it's what are they going to do with Jay Cutler is the big question. And, you know, I think 
assuming they keep him, you know, and they've got some other good, even though Brandon Marshall left, they've still got some really good receivers there. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do. Uh, but again, as always with them, it seems to come back to Cutler, you know, you're in, you're out. Uh, but it appears at this moment in time, you know, that John Fox is probably going to keep Cutler. And again, even with Marshall gone, they have, they still have some outstanding receivers. So I don't think they need to go that route. And they of course have, you know, a great runner running back in Matt Forte. So I think it's going to probably be defense would be my guess. Yeah, I think so, John. You know, John Fox, he's a defensive coach as well. Correct. And then we have uh, Atlanta Falcons, yet another team with a new coach. Not an accident that these teams picking at the top of the draft, since they had bad seasons, most of them have new coaches. Not a coincidence, right, AP? No, no, sure isn't. Uh, Atlanta, they're the team that, was on the rise a few years ago and had some injuries and they seem to need some defensive help, John, if you ask me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, I'm seeing a couple of linebackers on the board that uh, are being rated pretty highly. Uh, that being, you know, Vic Beasley from Clemson and Randy Gregory from Nebraska. So uh, I wouldn't be shocked if they went, uh, you know, for one of those guys. Yeah, I, w- I would say it'd be some kind of combination edge pass rusher uh, defensive end type thing. Exactly, exactly. Um, now, Randy Gregory, what, he's the one that tested positive, right, uh, recently? Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay, well, that... Yeah, he, he was the one that tested positive, so, I mean... All these people, John, that they review and talk to all the coaches, the trainers, I mean, I don't think there's any secrets. I mean, it's like, you know, the movie Humphrey Bogart and Casablanca, and then they're closing down his place, and the the the, uh, the blackjack dealer puts the winnings in, his, in the pocket of the captain who's closing it down and said, you're winning, sir. And he goes, I'm shocked. I'm shocked there's gambling. I just... I don't think there are any secrets, John, in this day and age. I agree. I, I totally agree. Um, all right. Well, uh, we've gotten through eight picks, uh, but why don't we take our break now? Still want to get through as much of the first round as we can, but uh, we'll pick it up again after this break. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? 
have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net. Now, back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment three of All Around Sports. And I'm your host, John Inglesby. Still on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Studham of Bama Magazine, and we are doing our annual NFL draft preview. We've already gone through what, for now, is scheduled to be the first eight picks, notwithstanding trades or whatever. Uh, But that will bring us, A.P., to number nine, which is the New York Giants. You know, another team in transition. They decided to keep their coach despite the bad year, and I think they made a good decision keeping Tom Coughlin, winner of two Super Bowls, and Eli, and, you know, they have the new offense that took them a little while to figure out last year, but, you know, they started to come on at the end of the year, and they, of course, have Odell Beckham Jr., the most exciting player to enter the league last year, easily. Yeah, he's a fantastic receiver, and the Giants made an outstanding choice. Um, I'm, I'm looking at some of their needs, John. I'm, I'm thinking maybe they might tend to look at that cornerback from Michigan State, Wayne. She'd be a good choice for them. Okay, yeah. Trey Waynes, yeah. Okay, that, I could definitely see that. They, uh, they do. They like their DBs. Um, you know, I don't think they need help on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, between Odell Beckham and then, uh, of course, return, the hope for a return of Victor Cruz, and I think his going down last year was really a major factor in them having a off year, but uh, yeah, I I could definitely see that, and uh, you know, there's another name that I've been hearing is, uh, you know, Danny Shelton, uh, defensive tackle from Washington. Uh, but I think what you know, I think they're going to go defense. Uh, so um, that should be interesting to see. Now that brings us to another team at number ten, who has been uh, constantly uh, mentioned in trade talks, what have you. And that's of course the St. Louis Rams. They traded their quarterback, Sam Bradford, to the Philadelphia Eagles. So. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do, to say the least. Yeah, John, uh, they need some help on that offensive line. I think the last quarterback, I think they shift him out on a stretcher. Correct. <laughs> and, yeah, and they have uh, 
and they got Nick Foles from Philadelphia. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, he was injured last year, like Bradford. Uh, but, you know, near the end of the year, which, of course, opened the door for Mark Sanchez. Um, so, yeah, I think offensive linemen is, you know, quite possibly the way they're going to go. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, I, I could see them, John, taking that offensive lineman from Iowa. Um, Brandon Shreff, because uh, they definitely need somebody to help them, to help them up front. Uh, you know, because you can't protect your quarterback. It, it starts at the offensive line. I mean, when you have a strong offensive line, it's going to help your defense as well. So you're going to start from the inside and, and build out. So I think that that's a possibility. Correct. I, I would definitely agree with that. And then uh, that brings the number 11 pickup, which is uh, the Minnesota Vikings and their star rookie quarterback from last year, Teddy Bridgewater. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they try to give him some weapons. What do you think? I think that's, that's a, a good option for him. John, and you look on the board of the ones we spoke of, of White and Cooper being gone, maybe they look to Devontae Parker from Louisville. Correct. Yeah, highly rated. He's uh, the number three receiver, you know, in a lot of, uh, lot of drafts. And uh, another receiver from Central Florida, a school that you and I both know well from covering the American Athletic Conference, is... Uh, of course, Richard Perryman. So I, I, they, they could go that route as well. He is, again, one of the uh, top receivers, you know, right behind, uh, you know, Cooper, White, and, of course, uh, Parker. Yeah, he's, he's getting a lot of, um, there's a lot of chatter about him, John, I think, I've been reading lately. Correct, correct. Um, yes, yes. His profile is, is rising as often happens right to the, uh, leading up to the draft, uh, various players, uh, stars rise and stars fall, but that brings us to, uh, you know, the Cleveland Browns and there is a team to talk about the team that you have no idea what they're going to do. They would certainly qualify. I know you almost have to laugh at this point. Uh, yeah, uh, Cleveland, John, I mean, uh, through the years, they've tried to get themselves a quarterback, I think, about three different times, right? Correct. Yes. They... And, and uh, it, you know, and, and honest, I mean, they they try to do the right thing, but it just hasn't worked out for them. So, uh, it... you know, maybe, maybe if there's a, a defensive lineman on the, on the board, maybe they can try to select somebody, I mean, uh, you, you know, that Danny Shelton or Eric Armstead, one of those guys, if they're not taken off the board, you, you might try to look at, look at them. Exactly. Um, yeah, well, they, you know, obviously Johnny Manziel now out of rehab, uh, issuing apologies and, you know, uh, it's impossible to predict what's going to happen there, period. And, uh, yeah, they've just, you know, since they were reborn in Cleveland in 1999, 
And their first ever pick was, as the new Cleveland Browns, was, of course, Tim Couch from Kentucky. And they've had, I think, more than 20 quarterbacks, and they just haven't gotten it right. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You, John, sometimes you think maybe they should let another team pick a quarterback for one, and then they'll trade for that quarterback or something, you know? There you go. There you go. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. But that, you know, double-digit number you just told all the uh, audience. Yeah, they do not have the Midas touch when it comes to picking quarterbacks. And, you know, Johnny Manziel was yet another one to add to the list. And uh, so, yeah, we'll just see what happens. But they're, they're again, a total wild card as to, uh, to what they'll do. And that brings us to New Orleans Saints, who are, you know, we're not used to them picking this high. Uh, you know, in the teens, given that they've been so good for so long, really. And uh, so, yeah, um, it just kind of all fell apart last year for them after they've had quite a run. And uh, so, yeah, tricky to to think where they'll go. But, you know, wouldn't be surprised if it's, uh, you know, O-line to get some protection for Drew Brees. You can't have enough protection for Drew Brees. As Brees goes, so goes the Saints, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you've got the experienced quarterback who's you won a Super Bowl, you want to try to keep him around for a little bit longer. So, you know, you might be interested in picking an offensive lineman. Uh, you know, could be somebody uh, like uh, out of uh, Stanford. Um, Pete. Yes. Andres Pete out of Stanford. Right. Exactly. Could be somebody like him. Yeah, help him with I the mean, run. Help him with the run game. You got Ingram now is is coming on. He played much better since he's been healthy. C.J. Spiller. That, that, that could be a selection from them. Andrews Pete. And let's not forget that Jimmy Graham no longer plays for them, and maybe the most shocking trade of the off season. Or the biggest name, biggest producer, was uh, you know them uh, shipping Jimmy Graham to uh, Seattle Seahawks of all teams. So yeah, they're good. They're, they're again, they're going to be an interesting team to watch, to put it mildly. Um, so yeah, it's uh, after that we have the Miami Dolphins, and uh, you know again, like every team, you know they had a lot of. Uh, an interesting offseason. I think they got no longer have Mike Wallace on their team. The who they, you know, went to great lengths to bring in from Pittsburgh a while back, a couple years ago, and so he's no longer with them. But you know, they're all in with Ryan Tannehill as the quarterback. So I tend to think that they're, uh, you know, they're going to want to want to bring on some offensive help for him. Yeah, John, that that'd probably be a good choice for uh, Miami. Uh, you know, they got the young quarterback. You, you always want to, you know, and, and keep his confidence level up and bring him in more weapons. So uh, that's, that could be a possibility to bring in an offensive player. Uh, I'm not sure if, if there's someone they're really sold on, but, uh, you know, they, they've got to come up something on that offensive side. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, we had talked earlier about, uh, you know, 
Rashad per- Perryman from Central Florida. Uh, yeah, I could I could definitely see them going for him, a, a Florida boy for, by a Florida team. Yeah, that that was a that's a good uh, choice. And I was kind of stumbling around here trying to make my decision about that. I think that that probably fit fit the bill. Yes, I totally agree. Uh, I could see them going that route. And another team right after them is you know. A team we're not, again, like the Saints, not used to seeing them picking too high in the teens, but indeed they are. That's, of course, the San Francisco 49ers. Obviously, we already talked about Michael Crabtree, but the big news was, of course, Jim Harbaugh leaving as 49ers coach to become the new head coach at Michigan. And uh, so, yeah, I think they brought in, uh, you know, an assistant who is... Uh, from the defensive side, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Uh, yes, yes. yeah. I, you're probably going to see another defensive selection here, John. Uh, maybe a cornerback. Uh, somebody like Kevin Johnson out of Wake Forest. Okay, right. Yeah, Kevin Johnson. Um, you know, another interesting cornerback that I just want to Mentioned while we're talking cornerbacks, of course, is Byron Jones, who uh, I saw at the UConn Pro Day. And, uh, you know, he, of course, set the world record, literally, in the broad jump at the Combine in Indianapolis. And he's been a head turner ever since. He also, you know, he's just uh, been setting records. You know, he, I think he had a, you know, near world record, if you will, on the long jump. And then his 40 times and whatnot, weightlifting, all of it. He's just like a workout combine freak. Injured for much of his senior year with a shoulder injury at UConn. They did not have a good year. Um, so he was just, you know, under the radar. But now he has just burst onto the scene. And a lot of people are thinking, you know, low first, high second. And... Uh, that's going to be interesting to watch. I mean, he's very articulate, very impressive. I was with a group of media who interviewed him after the pro day. And uh, for obvious reasons, I'm very curious as to where he'll go. But I think, you know, I could see the Patriots not uh, leaping ahead about 15 picks. If he's still around, I could see the Patriots having lost Darrell Revis as potentially taking a New England boy in, in Byron Jones. But we shall see. Yeah, John, he, he's, like you said, very articulate, smart, and, and that's always the, the Bill Belichick uh, credentials that he's looking for, smart, tough football players. That's it. He, he certainly uh, fills that bill. No question they've drafted UConn guys before up in New England. So we'll see. If he's available, I I'm, I'm, wouldn't at all be surprised if they take him. But uh, believe it or not, we're already at the end of our third segment we're still going to try to get through some some more teams, as many as we can, by the end of the show. But let's take our third and final break, and we'll talk a little more draft after the break. Your internet flagship station for sports... 
Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net. Now, back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to the fourth and final segment of All Around Sports. I'm your host, John Inglesby, and still on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham of Bama Magazine, and we're doing our annual NFL draft preview. Uh, we've been going team by team, and uh, yeah, we've gotten through about the first uh, 15 picks or so, uh, and picking at number 16 is the Houston Texans with J.J. Uh, Watt. They had a good year last year. I mean, you know, after a terrible year a couple years ago. Um, but yeah, they're uh, you know their calling card is defense. So uh, you know, I think they might need a little help on the offensive side. I mean, their defense is pretty impressive. So I think they might need to address the offense. Yeah, John, they they could go that way to the uh, offensive side. Um, uh, I know that, that like you say, that, that there's a tendency to pick defense over there. I mean, you look at somebody uh, like a wide receiver, you know, the Perriman's off the board from Central Florida. Maybe they go to the next next guy on the board. Uh, you know, and there's probably some discussion about that once you, once you get to that level. So, uh, I'm not, you know, you know, that's that's something for them for them to decide. But, you know, when you look at the rest of the receivers out there, one guy that I, I just want to mention, because he's kind of a wild card, is the wide receiver, Doriel Green Beckham, who began his career at uh, Missouri, uh, transferred to Oklahoma, tried to play immediately, was denied by the NCAA. That's a guy that's somewhere in the probably second, third round, somebody takes a chance, but if you're Houston, you know the Texans. You're looking for a wide receiver. You might go with Jalen Strong of Arizona State. Correct. Yes, good choice there. And another receiver that uh, you know got a lot of airtime, shall we say, who I got to see in person 
was, of course, Devin Smith. You got to see him in person, too, the wide receiver from Ohio State. We had the uh, first ever postseason pretty well covered. You were at the Ohio State-Alabama game in New Orleans, and I was at the national championship game in Dallas, and Devin Smith, you know, he's a star. So he's, he's another wide receiver name being bandied about. Yeah, big, strong guy, John, with a lot of speed. He, he could be a, a good selection for, the, for Houston as well. Absolutely. Wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, after the Texans pick, it'll be the San Diego Chargers turn at number uh, 17. And nearly impossible to predict because it's really all about what, what's going to happen with Phillip Rivers. That will decide how they draft. Uh, do you agree? Yes, yes, uh, I, I agree totally. It's, you know, and if uh, you know, maybe this is the, where you, you get a running back off the board, the first running back, possibly John. Correct. And, and then if he, and then it becomes like a personal preference because I think uh, Gurley of Georgia is certainly an outstanding running back, as, as well as Melvin Melvin Gordon of Wisconsin. Exactly. Uh, clearly, they seem to be, you know, a cut above the, the top two running backs. I know they're both scheduled to go to Chicago for the draft to be there in person. Um, so, yeah, wouldn't be surprised at all. And if I'm not mistaken, there it's been a lot of years since a running back was taken in the first round, correct? Yeah, I mean, that, that position has been downgraded in the last, I guess you could say five years, going back 10 years, something like that. But, but maybe, you know, one of these guys uh, catches their fancy there and then they draft them. Exactly. Yes. Uh, well, they're both studs to say the least. So I could, I think this is the year that that uh, first round sees a running back get taken. So then after, uh, after the Chargers is uh, their rival, the Kansas City Chiefs, at uh, at number eighteen, and uh, yeah, you know, I mean, they're again. Uh, when I think of them, I think of defense. You know, even though they have Jamal Charles on the offensive side of the ball, but uh, you know, they have a you know an impressive defense. So I could see them uh, focusing on offense with this pick. I wouldn't be surprised at all. John, this, this is where it could get really interesting with uh, Kansas City. I mentioned before that Doriel Beckham Green, you know, you're looking for wide receivers, big guy, a lot of talent, but he's got those red flags. And being from that area, you know, St. Louis and whatever, not far away, home state, that can really be uh, a, a coach. Uh, winner or coach killer selection. Exactly. Yes. No. No doubt about it. Well, Andy Reid is you know pretty solid, so uh, you know he'll he can be trusted to make a smart pick. No question about that. Uh, you know, with his great history down in Philadelphia, and following them and with their second pick in the first round is uh, interestingly. The Cleveland Browns. There's that team again, right? Right, right, sure. But I'd, I'd say protect your quarterback. Protect your quarterback, 
John, I'd have to say uh, that that might be a priority at that point in the draft. So you you could see him take uh, Collins out of LSU um, on the offensive line. Good, good player from a major school. He he could be the guy coming off the board. Correct. And then, uh, yeah, if we didn't know what they're going to do with the, uh, you know, with the high pick earlier in the first round at number 12, we certainly don't know what they're going to do at number 19. Uh, and talk about another team that it's really impossible to predict what they're going to do because the king of unpredictable is, of course, Chip Kelly and the Philadelphia Eagles are scheduled to pick at 20. Uh, it seems like nobody believes they're actually just going to stay put and actually pick at 20, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, they're so... Chip Kelly, he he he'd be a, a tough guy to play in a poker game, I believe. I totally agree. Well, he was at the UConn Pro Day, and uh, that I was at, and you know, he has a presence about him. I will say that, you know, when when Chip is in the house, he's noticed. Put it that way. Uh, when he walks into the room or the field house, uh, he gets people's attention. He's he's a celebrity, obviously, uh, as coaches go. But yeah. Um, after that, Cincinnati, interesting team. I mean, they've been in the playoffs three, four years in a row now, have yet to win a game with Andy Dalton as their quarterback. So, uh, you know, good team, but they can't, you know, they need to draft someone who could have an instant impact, I'd say. Yeah, John, I, I mean, it's hard to figure them out sometimes, uh, Cincinnati, but you know, maybe they go for some beef on the line, John. Offensive line, got like T.J. Clemens of Pittsburgh. There you go. Yep. Andy Dalton, uh, you know, mildly mobile, but not really. So, uh, so yeah, it'll just, uh, I could definitely see them, uh, you know, getting more protection for him. And, well, we're down under two minutes now, uh, really under a minute. So I'm just going to close it out by saying the last, the number 22 picks, Pittsburgh Steelers, I think they need to replace Troy Polamalu. What do you think? Yeah, safety here. At that pick, you know, maybe you take a guy like uh, Landon Collins of Alabama. There you go. I like it. Protect, uh, yeah, yeah. And they, of course, just re-signed Ben Roethlisberger, so they want to protect him as well. And AP, hard to believe, we're at the end of the show. Great job today, as always, and we really appreciate your being so well-prepared and your perspective, as always. Well, thank you, John. My pleasure. Wonderful. And as always, thank you all for listening to All Around Sports, and we look forward to doing it again next Friday at 1 p.m. Thanks again for tuning in to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have a terrific weekend, and we'll talk sports again next week.